Do you ever procrastinate or struggle with trying to make everything perfect or get really bogged down in the details of something and feel like you're not making any progress on your goal? Or maybe you have so many different goals or so many different things that you're working on that you kind of get squirrel brain. You're going to work on this thing and you're going to work on that thing. You're going to work on this other thing over here. Or do you struggle maybe with your vision for future you and you're just not even sure like what stepping stones will get you to the next place in your life, to that next version of you that's closer and closer and closer to five-star future you or the most authentic truest version of yourself. I have an exciting announcement for you today. You can now join the Becoming Future You Mastermind by going to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash mastermind. I used to struggle with a lot of these things, especially procrastination and perfectionism. And honestly, they were really holding me back. And one of the things that helped me was getting myself around other people who were not letting those things hold them back or who were actively working to overcome them. I wanted to write a book, so I got myself around other people who finished writing books. I wanted to launch a course, so I got myself into a group of people who were working on their courses. And when you get around other people who are working on not even necessarily the same thing as you, like maybe what you really want to work on is your health, you can still really benefit from being around somebody who is working on a business goal. Maybe they're they're working to get promoted and, and so they're working on their skills. When you're around people who are actively pursuing a higher version of themselves, a more authentic version of themselves, it automatically makes you want to do better. It makes you want to show up. It, it kind of sharpens your focus and and helps you decide, okay, I need to work on this thing specifically, and I'm not going to get distracted by this thing over here. And when you do get distracted, you remember, oh, wait, we're meeting next week, and I want to be able to report to Mel that, yes, I did write those chapters that I said I was going to write. Yes, I did declutter my closet. Yes, I did exercise three times like I said I was going to. Whatever your goal is, if you can get around people and a cheerleader, multiple cheerleaders who are going to help you and encourage you and make sure that you are working on what you want to work on, man, you need to join the Becoming Future You Mastermind. This is this is like a culmination of my skills. I am amazing at cheerleading people. I've been told that I have relentless positivity, but I also give really good kicks in the rear. <laughs> I am going to use these mastermind meetings to give you just like a little nugget to chew on as we talk about maybe goal setting or getting clarity on your dreams or or what it means to start shedding some of those expectations that you picked up from other people so that you can be the authentic version of yourself. So I'm going to offer you that guidance. And then one of the magic parts of joining a group like this is the accountability. You want to show up every couple of weeks and be able to say, yes, I did the thing. Yes, I'm working on the thing. Yes, I know that the next step for me is this. Or you want to be able to show up and say, I'm struggling with getting distracted. I'm struggling with my family constantly interrupting me. I'm struggling with not wanting to get out of bed in the morning and do my workout. I'm struggling with this thing. 
And then I can help you brainstorm how to overcome that thing. So the Becoming Future You Mastermind is going to be twice a month Zoom meetings with me and also access to the recording. So if you can't make it on Tuesdays, we're usually going to do these on Tuesdays around two o'clock Eastern. But if you can't make it, you can still get a ton out of the recording. And we're going to get together and we're going to work on these problems. I'll teach a little bit and then I'll talk to the people that are there. And if you don't want to talk, you just want to listen in, that's fine. Don't volunteer to talk about your issue that week and, and that'll be fine. And you can still tell me in the chat. You don't even have to turn your video on. I'll probably encourage you to turn your video on, but it's okay if you don't. So the Becoming Future You Mastermind is designed to help you focus on your goals, what present you needs to work on so that future you can be that more authentic version of you. Future you will be grateful that you're working on these things and we're gonna make progress like two weeks at a time, two weeks at a time, two weeks at a time. Two weeks is not that long, but you can get so much done if you focus. We lose so much time by just being unfocused or not deciding what we need to work on or not being sure what matters, what we need to do. So this group is gonna help you focus, pick on the thing you need to work on, get some cheerleading, have that accountability so that you know Mel is gonna say, hey, how is it going? And then as a couple of bonuses, I, I added a couple of master classes into your members area. So even though our next call might not be for a few days or a week or so, if you join right now, you can watch those two master classes immediately. So you can get started right away. If you're pumped up, and I hope you are, go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash mastermind and sign up today. Our first meeting, I don't know when you're listening to this, but our next meeting could be sometime very soon. It could be tomorrow. It could be today. It could be next week. It probably won't be further than two weeks away because we're meeting twice a month. So go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash mastermind and sign up today and I will see you on Zoom. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. When your list is too long, when you're overwhelmed, when you have too much to do, when you just feel like that crushing weight of stress and things to do and oh my gosh, uh, I just want to hide in my bed from my to-do list. Ask yourself, what would this look like if I let it be easy? This is one of my greatest strategies and here's why. I used to be really mm, resistant to the idea of letting anything be easy. One of the stories that I tell in Becoming Future You be the hero of your own life, my book, which is out and available. And you should go get a copy of because it's going to help you so much in this process of becoming the most authentic version of yourself and letting go of the shoulds and the have tos and the uh, just being who you're supposed to be for other people. But I tell this story about how I didn't want to let anything be easy because 
I took a lot of pride in being a perfectionist and having this just incredible standard for everything that I did. And it was a big part of my identity. But the problem was I would take something simple. Like, let's say I found out on Saturday that we were going to need to go to a family potluck on Sunday. And I had already made plans for my Saturday. I was going to, you know, maybe write my newsletter. I was going to do some work on my business. I was going to pre-schedule some some posts for social media. I was going to work on my book. I was going to work on my podcast. I was going to work on things that were important to future Mel, things for my business, things that I had set aside for Saturday, and then all of a sudden, potluck. Well, I would start out by remembering my priorities and thinking, okay, I should just make a box of macaroni and cheese. I'm sure we have one. Nobody's going to care. It's going to take me just a, a handful of minutes. Tomorrow morning, it'll be fine. And then I would think, well, okay, you know, box mac and cheese is good, but it's a lot better if you shred some fresh cheese and put it in there. And then it's like, mm, yummy, yummy. But if I'm going to shred fresh cheese, I probably need more noodles. So I should throw some extra noodles in there. And if I'm, if I'm going to do all that, if I'm going to extra noodles and cheese, it's so much better if you bake it then. So maybe I'll make baked mac and cheese. And if I'm going to do that, I might as well just make the baked mac and cheese recipe that I have, but I don't have cheese soup and I don't have breadcrumbs and I probably don't have enough noodles. And next thing I know, I'm going to the store and I'm buying these things and I'm spending three hours of my weekend making baked mac and cheese when I was just going to make a box. And that stole time and energy from the things I had already prioritized. Past Mel had said, we're going to work on the book on Saturday and Sunday morning or whatever. Well, guess what, Past Mel? Too bad. Now we're making baked mac and cheese that if we're being honest, nobody's going to know the difference. Not between boxed mac and cheese and baked mac and cheese. It is a big difference, which is how I would convince myself that this was okay because I liked the baked mac and cheese better. But if I showed up at the potluck with a boxed mac and cheese, nobody would have even known that I considered making baked mac and cheese. Not every area of your life needs the baked mac and cheese level of effort. Not everything you do needs to be your best effort and your best energy and the most amazing version that you could possibly do. Sometimes you need to let it be easy so that you can reserve that energy for something else. Letting it be easy is about choosing where your energy is going and choosing to put your energy in places that are in alignment with the five-star version of yourself. Maybe choosing to put energy into spending time with your family and not into, you know, making the fancy, if any mac and cheese can be fancy, the fancy mac and cheese. Letting it be easy is about prioritizing present you. So it's about choosing where your energy is going, 
aligning with five star for future you and prioritizing present you, which means self-care. Sometimes instead of doing this gigantic, in-depth, incredible, best effort favor, it might be a favor for future you, you know, Mel prepping the baked mac and cheese on Saturday for the Sunday potluck that she wasn't going to have time to make before church. That was a favor for future Mel, but it was a huge extravagant favor that future Mel didn't even really like need, didn't care about, was going to live just as good of a life not having the baked mac and cheese. It would have been better at the time to let it be easy and prioritize present Mel and what present Mel needed to do, which was work on the book, which was also a favor for a future you, but a different version of future Mel who didn't have baked mac and cheese, but did have a finished book. Does that make sense? So it can be kind of tricky to decide when you need to let it be easy and when you need to put your best energy into something. Because letting it be easy is about prioritizing your energy and deciding which version of you needs that good level of energy and which tasks and and which version of you needs to just let it be easy. So let's walk through how we start discerning when we should let it be easy. Okay? So when I'm overwhelmed, when when I have a lot going on, or even when I don't, I have this constant question running through my mind. What would this look like if I let it be easy? And then I ask myself a couple of follow-up questions. So let's say I'm stressing about what to wear to church on Sunday. I don't love dressing myself, so I am likely to get stressed out about what to wear. And I work from home and I wear stretchy things all the time. So putting on real clothes to go somewhere is actually kind of a a thing for me now. But let's say I'm stressing about that. Okay, well, what would I look like? What would this look like if I let it be easy? Is 10 years from now, future me going to care about this decision? That's an easy no. Okay. All right. Is my decision in this moment going to somehow sabotage future me? Mm, no. If future Mel just lets it be easy and picks out the thing that she wore last Sunday to church, 10 years from now, future Mel's not going to care or remember. And tomorrow Mel is not going to be sabotaged because you wore the same thing you wore last week. And spoiler alert, nobody's going to notice. How do I know? Because I've done it before. So What would that look like if I let it be easy when it comes to what to wear? I do this all the time when I pack for the conference that I run. I have a conference in Florida every year. It's not my conference, but I run a conference. I'm the director of a conference. And I have packed the same four dresses the last four years in a row. Nobody's noticed. Now, Am I in the market for some new dresses? Yes, but it's only because they're aging and and getting little like pills on them. And I, I would like to replace some of them. But I always say, what would this look like if I let it be easy? Is 10 years from now, future Mel going to care what I wore to this conference? No, 
Um, will future Mel be sabotaged by me wearing these same four dresses? No, and she's going to be grateful, actually, because she knows they're comfortable, okay? What would it look like if I let it be easy? We're going to pack the same four dresses that I packed last year, and OPS, they don't even wrinkle. Yes, winning. Another example. Um, let's say that you uh, have so much on your list, and your kid comes to you and asks to play a board game with you. Okay, well, what would this look like if you let it be easy? Do you just let everything fall off your to-do list and totally focus on your child, even though you, you already played a board game with him once today and you played a board game yesterday? Well, all right, is 10 years from now future you going to care if you play the board game or work on the things on your list? Mm, probably not going to remember this exact instance. Is it going to sabotage future you? Well, that depends. One time, probably not. New, you know your kid better than I do, obviously. If you let it become a habit, maybe. If you fall into the habit of only, of always saying no to your kid and always saying yes to your to-do list and saying, remember, okay, we're prioritizing our energy and I'm going to prioritize it on my to-do list because if I say yes to my kid, I'm going to have to stay up really late to get this stuff done because it does matter to future me. And then I'm going to be tired and sabotage. It's like a sabotage snowball. Saying no one time means letting it be easy for present you and prioritizing what you have to do in this moment. Saying no every single day is a habit. And yeah, that might sabotage your future relationship with your kid. That was a more complicated example. Let's do an easier one. One of my subscribers emailed me and told me that asking herself this question, what if I let it be easy, is changing her life with things that she used to feel like she had to do perfectly. So things like cleaning the house, things like folding the sheets. You know how hard it is to fold a fitted sheet? I don't know how to do it and make it look nice. Maybe that's, maybe that's a good thing because I never feel like I should take the time to fold it to make it look nice because I don't even I don't even know how you deal with the, the weird corners. I'm sure there's an easy way to do it. But she said she's letting it be easy with the cleaning and the folding the sheets and the grocery shopping. Okay. What would this look like if I let it be easy? I'll go to one store, I'll get everything I need, even though I know that this store across town has cheaper milk and that store across town, totally different part of town, has the one item that I prefer this brand over that brand. It's the pizza rolls. They have the special pizza rolls that my kid likes, but this other store has off-brand pizza rolls and they're fine. What would this look like if I let it be easy? I just go to the one store. Will 10 years from now me care that I didn't go to three stores? No. Is this going to sabotage future me? No. No. Future you is probably going to be grateful that you saved the time. Okay. So let me give you an example where we talk more about prioritizing present you. I have an evening routine. 
I talked recently about how I have a morning routine. I also have an evening routine. It's got a number of chores. They're all favors for future Mel. So it's things like I preset the animal food. It's just, it's just easier. <laughs> My husband doesn't understand why I do it, but I, we feed refrigerated food. I, I make the scoops and the four little bowls and I put them in the, in the refrigerator. And then in the morning, all I have to do is get them out and feed the animals. I, I pre-sprinkle the powder that my dog gets and it's just all done. Morning Mel doesn't like to wrestle with the animals. They're all there. They're at my feet. The one cat is so bold that he's jumping up on the counter and trying to eat out of the bowls while I'm scooping. And the, he's taught another cat to do that too. And it's just, it's just a disaster. It's not a disaster. It is far less stressful if I take care of it in the evening, preset the bowls. I also scoop the litter boxes in the evening because morning Mel wants to get on with her life. She doesn't want to scoop litter boxes. I often preset the diffusers so that morning Mel can have this little favor of turning on the diffusers and having like a nice smell in the house. Okay. Ooh, mint. Mm, it smells so good or whatever I put in there. I do all these things in the evening so that future Mel, morning Mel, will have an easier time. Sometimes we can fall into the trap of always, always, always trying to do a favor for future us when the person who needs the favor is present you. Some nights I am too tired and I don't want to. And the only thing I want to do is I want to sit down and I'm going to get my coloring and I'm going to watch TV. Sometimes what will this look like if I let it be easy means that I do save chores for future Mel to handle. You don't want to always be pushing things off on future you, but sometimes present you is the one who needs your love and care and attention. And letting it be easy means prioritizing present you. If I ask myself, will 10 years from now future me care that I didn't preset the animal food? No. Is this going to sabotage future me? I mean, it's going to inconvenience her. She's not going to love it tomorrow morning when she's got to scoop the animal food, but she'll survive. She'll be okay. I don't want this to become a habit because I revealed in a different episode, my morning routine is already like three to three and a half hours long. If I got to scoop the animal food and wrestle with all the cats, that's just a few more minutes adding on to that routine, which is already long. But sometimes the best favor I can do for myself is to say, okay, you know what? Future me is going to be grateful that I sat my butt down and I rested. So what would this look like if I let it be easy? All right. I hope that makes sense. What you want to do is ask yourself, what would this look like if I let it be easy? And if you're not sure that this is a moment when you need to apply that question, ask yourself, will 10 years from now keep me care about this? The answer is almost always no, by the way, almost always. And is this going to sabotage future me? Or is it just going to like minorly inconvenience her? 
Not everything in your life needs your best energy. Not everything in your life needs to be a priority. You only have so much energy in the day. And if you want to become the authentic version of yourself, if you want to enjoy your life, you have to choose wisely where that energy is going to go. So ask yourself, is this a moment where I can let it be easy? Yes. I'm just going to roll up that sheet and I'm going to shove it in the cabinet because eventually it's just going to go on somebody's bed. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.
Do what works for you.